Hi there, my name is Anna Michelle Gomu and you are listening to the podcast where we take our time to seek God in His Word each day. We're currently on a Bible in your challenge reading through the entire Bible in 365 days from Genesis to Revelations. And I'm glad you decided to join us today because it's gonna be great. Thank you for tuning in. Please stay listening. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today is day 191 of our Bible in Year challenge. And I'm just going to say this, that it has been a journey. This year has been a very wild journey for me. And it's it hasn't felt like it has been one year. It's felt like it has been like 10 years because a lot has happened. Um, in case you haven't noticed, I haven't released any episode for the past two months. Um, my last episode was in August, right? Yeah, was in August. And then September, October, there was nothing. And now we are in November. And I feel like I owe you guys some explanation. <laughs> um, I have been um, trying to figure out some things. And with relocating and starting a new journey and um trying to settle down in my new environment it has been a lot so i just felt like it was um really important for me to put a pause on this which was a very hard decision for me to make given the fact that i have been really consistent um previously but it was definitely the best decision i felt like In order for me to put my all and to put my best in this podcast, I have to be intentional about the time and the efforts that I am putting into it. And so anyways, the good news is that I'm back and I'm back for good. And I think it's so funny that the reading for today is like one of the major highlights of our readings from the Old Testament. We're looking at the last books of both Second Chronicles and also Second Kings. And it is talking about how the people of Judah, people of Jerusalem, were taken into exile all along from the time that the Israelites were in Egypt to when they were released by God um, through Moses to when they came into the promised land. Every single prophecy from the prophets, from the judges, even from the kings has been talking about this moment right from when god was taking the people of israel away from egypt there has been warnings there has been commands there has been advices to the israelites about this particular moment and today we're seeing everything being fulfilled and it just brings to mind the fact that time and distance and space is irrelevant when it comes to prophecies like they probably might have forgotten about it. Even the people that were given the warnings initially had probably died. But the warnings were being repeated over and over again. The commands of God were being repeated to the people of Judah over and over again. What we are told in today's reading from Second Chronicles chapter 36 that they were stubborn, they hardened their hearts, and they refused to listen. We've gone through different kings, starting from the first king of Israel. We had King Saul and then King David. And then we have the line of kings of Judah, 
even when the kingdom of Israel was divided into the northern and the southern tribes, we still had the line of kings for of Judah. We had the prophets, and we saw how the people of Israel kept on turning away from God. Even the kings who were supposed to lead the people in the right way also had their downsides, also had their weaknesses. Some kings were evil, some kings were good. The people obviously were more intentional and more focused on what they wanted to do on their interests that they refused to listen and one major warning has been repeated over the course of the centuries in the lives of the israelites and it is that if you turn away from the god who has brought you out of egypt then he will turn away from you and you will be led back into captivity as slaves you were brought out from slavery but if you refuse to obey God and to follow his commands, then you will be taken back into slavery. As for the northern tribes, we were told they were taken into captive. But one thing you have to note is that the northern tribes are never going to return back to their homeland. They are always going to be scattered till the end of the age, till the end of the age of the church, where we have the whole world coming together under the body of Christ as a church. But in the term of the people of the northern tribes of Israel coming back to the, their land, it's not going to happen ever and ever again. They're gone. They're gone for good. But in the lives of the people of Judah, we are told that they are taken into captive, but they are going to be returned back to their land after 70 years of rest. In Chronicles, Second Chronicles chapter 36, verses 20, it says this, he took all the survivors of Babylonia, where they served him and his descendants as slaves until the rise of the Persian Empire. Verse 21. And so what the Lord had foretold through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. The land will lie desolate for 70 years to make up for the Sabbath rest that has not been observed. And then when we go further down to um, verses 22 and 23, we're told that the emperor of Persia, under the command of God, instructed that a new temple the built in Jerusalem and the people returned back but one major thing that got to me while I was reading this um chapters even in chapter um even from the chapters in 20 second kings even from our second readings from second kings it also talks about the Ju people of Judah being taken into captivity and so I'm just gonna highlight this very few points of mine that um I feel like I can relate a lot to these readings, especially given the time of my life that I'm experiencing right now. Sometimes it does feel like we know what is best for ourselves. Sometimes we wish we had the power to control our situation, to control what is going on around us. Sometimes we can visualize where we want to be what we want to be doing, how we want to do it. We can visualize everything so clearly. But then life happens and things don't go our way and we are left sad and angry and confused and anxious. Sometimes when things don't go our way, we are forced or we are tempted to take back control from God. And this happens a lot especially with Christians who are intentional about surrendering their will and surrendering all control to God. This is 
something that I I have experienced, I probably still experiencing the whole idea of giving God control over everything and submitting entirely to Him. But one thing we'd realize is that God's love is eternal. I don't know if you remember one Psalms that we were going through. It was like um, a response to a psalm. So there was a verse that was said and then there was a chorus that was being repeated. I can't remember the exact psalm right now, but the chorus that was always being repeated after every line was that his love is eternal. And that is something that we can trust because even in the midst of the stubbornness, even in the midst of how the Israelites refused to submit to God, God still loved them. So much so that he wasn't willing to let them go forever. That even while they were being taken into captivity by the Babylonians, he was already preparing their return back into Jerusalem after 70 years. And so we can trust in that. That even when we sin, even when we fall short of God's glory, that his love never fails. And that is one thing for people who are too scared or people who are just not convinced that God is capable of forgiving their sins. This passage is for you. No sin, no act of wrong, no iniquity, no evil can suppress the love of God. And so we can trust in that. That his love is strong enough to want the best for us. His love is strong enough to protect us. His love is strong enough for us to rely on. Another second thing that I got from this readings is um, the fact that God's call of obedience to us, God's call of love to us, is always being repeated. Probably in the time of the people of Judah who were taken into captivity, they forgot about the commands, they forgot about how God called them and led them out of Egypt. They forgot about all of that. But one thing we were told is that they were these words of God were being repeated over and over and over again. While they were still sinning, God's call to them to return back to him was being repeated over and over again. And it it begs a question, um Every day that I wake up, every day that I go about my normal tasks and duties, um, do I hear that call of love from God to return back to Him? In what way can I hear the call of love from God to come back to Him? Because we would definitely have to admit that every day we turn away from God. Every day we do things because we want to do them, not because that is what God wants from us. It might be through our actions or thoughts or words. It might be what we do consciously or what we do subconsciously, but we would admit that we sin against God every single day. And so it is only normal that God is only logical. That God calls us back to him every single day. And we have to be intentional about not letting the noise from the world 
distract us from hearing the call of love. Because that is the that is one of the very few things in this life that we can be assured that is real. That is one of the things that will give us peace when we are in the midst of such chaos. That is the only thing that will give us strength when we are too weak to face the challenges of the day. That is the only thing that will give us hope when everything seems to be dim. And so today, I hope and I pray that we find the space, we find the time, and we become intentional about hearing from God and that even when we are too stubborn, even when we are too self-reliant to obey or to follow God's leadings, we would always trust that his love is strong enough to welcome us back. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, yeah, I think one of the things that I'm going to be changing about the daily episodes is that I am probably going to be making it more personal. I'm starting this challenge. I was just more intent about the readings of the day and how I could um, interpret them. But I feel like from now, I'm going to be more intentional about how I see these readings in my life and how how I can infuse them into my daily activities. I think that's going to be helpful also for people listening that have no idea what things that have happened a hundred years ago affect them in their lives so yeah that's just going to be a few change that i'll be um infusing into the episodes anyways thank you for listening this far um i look forward to finishing this challenge with you guys i have not given up on it i hope you have not given up on it and i will look forward to seeing you once again on this episode tomorrow same place i don't know about the time but it's going to be the same place And I hope that you have an amazing day.